welcome to welcome in to this week's episode of the f boys dynasty league review we are currently in weeks eight of the uh 2021 season right yes that's correct okay and then so yep you just heard jmag i'm mason and on this episode we got blee we're gonna ask him a couple questions about his team get his power rankings and look at all the matchups sounds good all right so brandon i want to ask you first what is one thing you like about the league so far I like that since we're doing a dynasty this year, age actually takes, you have to take age into account. Um, I like that you can plan for the future. So I try to take some guys that are like in their prime and then some that are about to be. So I didn't take like any old guys at all. So I think that's been pretty good. Okay. And what's one thing you dislike about the league so far? No, that no one sets their lineups. Okay. I think that's pretty fair. I think, I think eight people do four people don't right i was i was counting even just the people that looked at the sleeper notification that i sent out um i think it was it like kevin, kevin started o'clock. setting his lineup um yeah kevin has christian didn't yeah. last week um Anch didn't either i don't believe right no Anch looked at Vinny, the notification i said it all Vinny did last week but so far this week he hasn't i, I let him know so i don't know fixed a christian not. So hopefully he sets this. He only has one person on buy, I think. Okay. And so you mentioned a little bit that you didn't take a lot of old guys. But tell me your thoughts on your team right now. How are you feeling? Um, so I think definitely my running backs are carrying me. I have decent depth there. And then all my receivers, I'd say, are like just inconsistent enough to where I really have to just guess rather than having like someone like DeAndre Hopkins or Devonta Adams where you can just plug and not have to worry about it. Um, I kind of cycle through who I think will have a good game, and sometimes I hit and sometimes I miss, so that's kind of annoying, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a good problem to have because you know someone's at least putting up points. Um, you know, you could have a worse situation with uh, options like Cortland Sutton, Devonta Smith... Uh, Deontay Johnson on your bench. Mike Williams, who, curious, his bye week was last week, but what is he ranking? The number nine wide receiver in standard and number 10 in PPR. So, other than Kyler, I don't know if I have a... And I guess Cordero Patterson, a top 10 player at their position. Maybe I'm wrong on that, though. Maybe Justin Jefferson and DJ Moore are somewhat close. Possible. Is Patterson labeled as just a running back or both that? He is a running back and wide receiver. But uh, on sleeper, he shows up as a running back for like the positional yeah. rankings. Yeah, on his on his thing, it, it, you can put him in at both uh, the dual threat player. Does he do um, kick returns? I know I don't he, think he does it anymore. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think of the Falcons games that I have watched this year. If he has, if he was behind. I think they might have had someone else doing it, just because he's in a more valuable role right now. Yeah, I think they like using him on offense. Right, and... Okay, so... We've got Thursday night football going on in the background, but before we talk about that, we'll go well, ahead and cover last week. Probably and... just do a pick, so I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> but uh, before last week, like right before game time... I traded Dearness Johnson to Syed for a third-round pick. Uh, Syed needed running backs as he was starting like Chris Carson, who's on IR. He only had one available running back in Chuba Hubbard. So I'm glad I was able to help out there. I heard that name pronounced live, and I was really upset that it wasn't Chuba Hubbard. But yeah, it's Chuba. People say Chuba because it just it just flows better, but yeah. That's what I that's say. Not, that's yeah. not how it's pronounced. Unfortunately. Unfortunate, yeah. But yeah, last week, um, I think overall in the entire league, it was there were a lot of close games, surprisingly. I think it was due to the, like a lot of the bye weeks. Probably, um, yeah. The only one which really wasn't all that close would be Kevin, if you count that, because Christian did not set his lineup. And also, said, I would say no, it's an Anches as well. Right. And Anches didn't set his lineup for that one either. Right. But everyone else, yeah, me and Brendan were within 10 Actually, points. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Anches did end up setting it. Well, 
This team just but, got destroyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, me and Brennan were within ten. Lee and Vinny were within seven. Um, Morgan and BMAG were within six. And then you inside we were within forty, but or thirty. But a lot of three really close big matchups. Yeah, let's see. I'm kinda looking around. You and Brendan we kinda predicted would be a little close. It turned out that way. Yeah. Not I mean, a lot of points scored even, in that one though. Eighty five to seventy five. Yeah, I don't even know if I deserve to win this game, honestly, because Miles Sanders got hurt, and then so his team just didn't do much. Right. But I didn't have either of my star running backs, so I don't know how I won this week, but I'm not going to complain about winning without both of them, so I will take it because a win is a win. Right, and, and your position, you know, you don't mind giving up a... Well, I mean, to be fair, you're you were 5-2, and two, so I guess you could still yeah. give up a win, but... Yeah, someone like Blue that only has one loss, it's not the worst thing in the world if you have a couple of players on buy and lose. Yeah. Well, going in, I knew week seven, which was last week, I knew both of them had a buy that week, and I was assuming I was probably just going to lose. So, I mean, maybe that will happen this week since I play Blee. But I can can afford one loss at this moment. Is um, playoff set set up as top six? Yeah, top six, okay. top two are get buys. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're ring third. You can afford one. That's not yeah. bad. But, Lee, if you want to break down your matchup last week with Vinny. Oh, th- th- last week was a tough one. I only scored 95. I think I was projected well into the 100 somethings. Um, let's see who underperformed. Uh, I had Dak Prescott on a buy. So I had Mac Jones come in to start for me. I wanted Teddy Bridgewater, but since the matchup for the Patriots was the Jets, I figured that'd be a good one. Um, they ended up scoring 54 as a team, so Mac Jones came out of that game with 22 points, which is solid. Daryl Henderson underperformed, got 8 points. Aaron Jones severely underperformed, only got 6. Sutton got 9, Smith got 8. And then the only players that did well on my team were Kyle Pitts, who had another great game, who almost had 20 points, and then Fournette had 16. So... I was just really lucky that Vinny played Bell, who got under a point, which is why I won. If he played any other running back, probably would have lost that week. Yeah. So, well, see if he, had he didn't have any other running backs, so that was his only option. Yeah. Either that or maybe Darrington Evans, but like, that's not great either. So it was just an unfortunate week for him. He probably could have won that game. Yeah, I did just enough, but I'll take it. I'm not complaining. See, looking at what I probably would have considered the game of the week. BMAG and Air Morgan was a close one. I think Sleeper said it was the closest of the week. Very high scoring, too. 123 to 118, 117. Basically, everyone hit for everyone, um, with a couple of exceptions on each team. Daryl Williams only put up 6.5 for BMAG, which I kind of surprised. Kind of would have expected him to get more. He only got five carries, but I guess it was because they were getting blown out the whole game. And then uh, Jacoby Myers in that blowout only put up seven. So probably a little disappointing there. Yeah, Aaron Morgan's team consistently scores like above 110 like every week, which is kind of insane. I think it's just the Derrick Henry plus Mixon plus two really solid receivers. Actually, three really solid receivers in Godwin, McLaurin, and Debo. I mean, his team's definitely one of the most dangerous teams I don't know how I beat him whatever week I played him, but... I think having Debo as his flex is probably one of his biggest strengths because he's, like, receiver six. Yeah, that's what I thought Ayuk was going to be this year. He was going to be that person, and then they just didn't use him at all. So, very sad for me with Ayuk. Big disappointment. Well, Aaron Morgan has by far the most points for in this league. He's the only one well into the 800s. Next closest is you with 780. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of points behind. Yeah, 50, 50 points behind. But your matchup, Mason? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in a weird position because I'm totally fine with losing. And my record kind of shows that right now with the 1-6. and six. But after learning that, you know, it's total points for and not record that determines draft pick, I kind of feel like I'm in trouble. That makes me feel even worse about my team. Um, Because even then this week I put up 82, which isn't great by any means, but, you know, I guess I would have liked it to be a little bit lower. 
because I think it's me and Ange are tied for the worst record, the bottom two. But Brendan kind of mentioned last week, when you look at points four, I think I'm like seventh uh, in draft order for next year as of right now. So that's a little scary. Kind of makes me wonder how bad my team actually is. <laughs> but no, so I traded Felton, who ended up putting up 23, or sorry, Johnson. Johnson um, yeah. Had a really big game, which I mean, you know, I was happy with the third round pick. But after that game, I'm like, you know, I'm wondering if I could have gotten more. Or if I should have gotten yeah. more, if I would have held on to him. You, you could have. But also, he's just, he just did that because Chubb and Hunt were both out. Right. I think Chubb's going to be back this week. He is, yeah. Wouldn't he still be the second back, though, behind Chubb? Yeah, he but he won't get 22 carries. Yeah. No, Cooper Cub just continues to dominate for Syed, though. It's insane. Yeah, that's why I lost to him the week before. And just He just consistently puts up 25-plus every week it's just it's, it's insane he also he played T.Y. Hilton who just didn't play right and he still put up 116 right uh, yeah. talked about it a little bit Kevin and Christian Kevin put up 117 with all his players playing um, except for Gronk who I guess didn't play I thought he was supposed to play but I guess he was a game day scratch mm-hmm. um, Christian I don't know if we're going to count this because he I mean, had, honestly, like, three he didn't really that didn't play one, two, three. Yeah, but honestly, he had, didn't really have any backups that would have gotten him any points. You right. could have played Devontae Booker, who's probably just going to sit on the rest of the season and let no one else have because why not? But I mean, he was going to lose this week anyways. So. Yeah, but, uh... I, did, I did text him for that player, but he has not responded. Yeah, I texted him for again. Yeah, I texted him for Noah Fant like week two, <laughs> just nothing. So. No, but 39.94 would be the lowest scoring team in the league so far. But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see if we include that. I think that's all the games. Okay. See, I'll go ahead and just go over my couple awards. I want to give the Call Your Shot Award to Noah. I was pretty vocal in my disagreement with a lot of his moves. But for the most part, they kind of seem to be working in his favor. After this week, he uh, slipped into that last spot in the playoffs. And so, I mean, you got to be in it to win it. He's made the moves to do that. And so, you know, he's just got that gut feeling and he's going for it. So even though I disagreed with him, you know, I, I recognize that. So good job, Noah. And then I didn't know what to call this. So I just called it the Uh-Oh Award. And uh, this one's going to Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. He had five turnovers from him alone in that game. And I kind of just wonder what Bears fans are thinking. Maybe we could get Anch on here sometime. Uh, A lot of them are blaming it on Matt Nagy. But then I've also heard some people say that Fields doesn't know how to read defense. uh, And that Ohio State was just open looks. So, I don't know. Especially with Ohio State. And the career of Dwayne Haskins, that doesn't really seem to help his case on that either. So it's scary in Chicago, and I think we're just going to have to wait and see right now. Yeah, I think it's probably a mixture of both. Because Matt Nagy obviously isn't doing something right. But yeah, I was watching like some, some of that game on Red Zone, and like, every time he dropped back, a guy would just go behind him and hit the ball out. And he just wouldn't even recognize that they're there. No like no pocket presence, I guess. But I think he, he has the potential to be a good quarterback I just Chicago it might not be the place for him to do that at least for right now did they have a good O-line Ohio State did yes uh, I don't know how Chicago's, Chicago's ranks right not now. great not the best at least right some of that could be on the quarterback too though from holding the ball too long or you know like you said not having pocket presence so the awareness to step up move around in the pocket yeah yeah, I'll agree with the first word too. Noah, he made the those trades, and yeah, so far it's working out. I think oh, he was also playing Randall Cobb this week. We got kind of lucky that he scored a touchdown. But I think he's just been kind of carried by Jamar Chase Yeah. so far. Because I mean, Kamara's been good, but he's underplayed his averages mm-hmm. over all like the entire season, across the entire season. So he's just riding Jamar Chase, which, I mean, credit him for p- picking him in whatever round he got him, but... Yeah, I think I think it was relatively early. Um, 
like the fifth or sixth round of the dynasty of drafts, maybe even fourth, maybe somewhere about four to six sounds right. But no, I'm disappointed because I think he would have taken a first round pick. Uh, he picked in the third round. Third round. Third. Okay. Wow. So he would have taken a first round pick, I think. But you know, there was all the rumors about the yips and that going on, and I was scared to scared to do it just because I didn't know how my team was going to pan out. And I guess it's a good thing that yeah. I held on to my first round draft pick. But, I don't know, it would have been nice to have Jamar Chase because now he's going to go for way more than a first-round pick. Oh, yeah. He's he's close to being on the untouchable kind of fantasy players. But, yeah, credit for Noah for doing that. And I guess technically so far Stafford's worked out over Ridley, but I still think that's a long-term trade for me, and I'll be fine with that without Stafford. Right. I mean, it depends, like, you know, Stafford's a free agent this year, so I assume he'll re-sign in L.A. after they trade for him, but... Yeah. Um, don't know. He could end up somewhere else, which could be a good or a bad thing. Right. And also has Trevor Lawrence, just in case. Right, right. You have Lamar Jackson, right, Justin? Yep. Yeah, so I feel like Stafford is... I mean, he's aging. Get a good receiver one for him. That's young. I think it was a good trade. Yeah, I... I didn't need him, even though I do need a backup. I needed a backup quarterback just for this week, which I got Heineke, who's not terrible. Okay, I was, I was gonna say I think at some point, maybe it was in the PlayStation party we were talking about a level now that I think about it, but I don't know. We'll have to see. We can discuss that later. All right. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about it more. I, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Okay. I'm just gonna stick with Heineke. But yeah, I guess we can go into Lee. You had some power rankings for us. Okay. Um, so starting in last place, unfortunately, I put my little disappointments of Mason's team because uh, he is the lowest scoring team in the league and on a six losing record. Um, at 11 and a half hey, on. Hold on one second. Um, if you just want to leave it where Justin and I can make some comments on everyone's position. Okay. Because uh, yeah. I went ahead and rank, had power rankings of my own just to go alongside you. And I agree, I had myself in last. Um, I wrote that I'm a bit lost right now. Um, you know, I have a couple of assets, but not much. And we kind of touched on this with people being active and all that, but I need more people to look at their team and stuff so that I can move things around. Um, and I don't know, it's just I want to make trades, but it's hard to decide if I want to make trades right now or during the draft, like just ride this year out. Right. Because, you know, even people like Travis at the end on Justin's bench or whatever, you know, he's not going to use them this year. So, you know, it's like interesting to see, you know, oh, what if I go for him, whatever. But, you know, it's just weird or people like I'm trying to decide whether I want to move people now or later. And I promise I can't find enough people to trade with. <laughs> people aren't yeah. responding to trades and all that, too. So only so many people that will respond and so many players that you could try to trade for. Right. Okay. At number 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 11, I have Anch with him coming off of Week 7 with a three-game losing streak. Um, he is, I think, fourth lowest score in the league, but his record is tied for lowest, so I have him there at 11th. Okay, uh, I can understand that based on the product on the field, but when I look at his team, I'm going to die on this hill. I don't think it's that bar or that bad as uh, what his record says. I, if he took a um, field and played, I don't know, maybe even just Winston, I'd, right. I'd probably bump him up, but he I don't need to stick with him. Yeah. Okay, at 10, I have Brendan. So I didn't know whether to put Brendan here or Vinny. They have essentially the exact same points for at 641 and they're both two and five um and they both are on a one game losing streak but looking at the team uh, i think i like Vinny's more than brendan's so that's why i put his there i mean you can make the argument for brendan's team it's just his other main running back um what's his name jk dobbins was hurt for the rest of the year so but, I mean, as a whole, I'd probably take Brendan's, but we're talking about power rankings, yeah. and right now, I'd take Vinny over him. So that's why I have Brendan at 10. Okay. Wait, um, who, who did you put at 11? So I was going to say, you kind of alluded it to the fact that you had Vinny above Brendan, right? 
So Vinny's yeah, nine, did. Brendan ten, Anch. So I think we can all agree that those are the bottom four. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like mine, I had Anch nine, Vinny ten, and my reason for that <laughs> is because I mean just look at Vinny's team and he started Levy on Bell this week, so that explains that. I mean he was going to be low on points this week. We kind of knew that. Um, I think, like you mentioned, if you're looking at this just as power rankings, I have Brendan at 11, but I think if yeah. this was a dynasty ranking, he'd be a lot higher. He has a lot of yeah, good exactly. potential. It's just not really producing right Yeah, now. he also has the ad sets and two first-round picks from Noah. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> so Brendan got Renfro and a first for Moss? Yeah, for Zach Moss. Okay. How, that's, how has that that's turned the out? Trade that I have no idea how that worked out for. That's that's not worked out for Noah at all. Um, I mean, Moss has been okay. I mean, arguably better. I mean, it's better than what Noah had on his roster, I guess. But he right. hasn't. I don't think he's been put in the same the ball in the end zone like he was. So it's a body, but a costly body that hasn't given return yet. So, anyways, who did you have at eight, Blee? Okay, so I was talking to Justin about this a little earlier. I put B Mag here, um, which I can see Justin's argument for him being higher based on the names that he has on his team. He does have Herbert, he does have Robinson, he has Connor, Hopkins, Waddle, Kelsey, Pittman, and Harris. Uh, McCaffrey is hurt, so it's it's a really good team. It's just his position and his record is still bottom half of the league right now. So, um, I mean, I feel comfortable putting him at 8, but I can see the argument of putting him higher. Okay, interesting. I, I do have him higher, in fact. I have him a lot higher. Yeah. Um, probably too high, but, I mean, I don't know. I Like I said, you can see it with Anch. I'm not too concerned at placing people with their records. Uh, more so, I kind of like to look at their team and look at the players that they have. Yeah, and that's fair. So, where where did you have him going? I I had him uh, real high. I had him at three actually. Wow. Um, I just like the depth that his team has, and I think he's played a lot of tough people too. I think he's uh, had some unlucky matchups. Yeah, that that's my question though. Looking back at his team now, he outs he's outscoring one, two, three, four. He's outscoring four people in the top six. So it's kind of unfortunate that he's down there at seven um in terms of league rankings but yeah i have him i have him at eight yeah i can see that's a little low okay and then at seven at seven i have kevin um i i kind of went more based on record and um like recent win or loss streaks so i took kind of roster into account a little bit but since it's, I decided it was like power rankings, I just did more of how they're doing right now. Okay. So if the, yeah, because him and BMAG were um, at the same record, but I put Kevin above him just because he did win this last week. And uh, that's why I put him there at seven. Okay, I had Kevin at eight. So okay. uh, really not that far off. The only thing I had to say about Kevin was that it seems that he's reliant on his stars to do well. Like if he has a couple injuries or something to those star players, I think he's you know, drops into that tier with Anch, Vinny, Brendan, and I. Okay. I really do like his pick of Jalen Hurts. I feel like Jalen Hurts has been absolutely insane this season. Fantasy-wise, he yeah. Fantasy yeah, wise. he's the second overall QB. Dang, really? That's I knew he was having a good year. I didn't know he was that high. Yeah, he scored 28, well, 22, I would 22, say the reason that he's playing Hurts right now is because Russell Wilson's on IR. So, like... Right, you know, that could be an injury that helps him. I don't know who Kevin has started previously, but, you know, that could be something that helps his team, actually, because it forces him to play Hurts, who some people wouldn't have a lot of confidence in to play. Right. So you got the middle, middle, the last four, the middle four, and the top four. Who are the last two in your middle four? Okay. So... I typically would look at the records first and then do it based on their win streak. Um, but I'm actually putting Christian below Noah because um, he is on a two-game losing streak. I don't. I mean, he didn't set his lineup last week, so I don't know if that's completely fair. But Patrick Mahomes has been underperforming. 
Kareem, or yeah, Hunt has been hurt. Claypool doesn't really do much. Fant doesn't do much. And I feel like because Metcalf doesn't have Wilson, he also doesn't do much. Um, and then his other flex is Brandon Cooks and the Texans stink. So I put Christian at six and then I put Noah at five. So that's why I have that there. I would say Noah's better than Christian. Yeah. Right. I have Noah being better than Christian as well. I have Christian at seven. Um, a large part of that was just kind of me being upset that, you know, he needed to set his lineup. And I don't know that I have faith in him to set his lineup all the time. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Noah, I had at five. And I kind of mentioned this, you know, his team's built in a decent way. And the moves he made are working out for the most part. So we had Noah in the same spot. Yeah, I, I like his number one receiver. I like his quarterback, and I like his number one running back. But Melvin Gordon as that second running back is a little weak. Um, Ingram is underperforming for the last few seasons now. And then... Well, he has Waller, but he's on bye. So. Oh, okay. Was he hurt before that? Yeah, but he played with a backup, and he actually had a decent game. Okay. LSU. I mean, he does have Antonio Brown, and he does have Michael Thomas. So that he can has be a, interesting. His running back depth is really bad, but his receiver depth is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really high on Johnny Smith, and I wanted to trade him for it. Um, but it doesn't look like he's doing that much. He's that looks like my favorite, Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Henry is definitely the red zone guy. Yeah. Johnny Smith they're using as like a, like a, I don't know, like a flex player, like a wing back kind of just gadget player, even though he's he's a tight end. And they should be using him as a tight end, but Okay. I so yeah. I had I had Christian at six, Noah at five, and then coming into the top four, I have Syed at four. So who do you have for it, Mason? Uh, I had Syed at six, but go ahead and explain oh, okay. your did you have any reasoning at, with Syed at four? Um it's more so just because the other teams were good. Um, I was debating between him and Justin at 3-4. Um, but besides like Cooper Cup, I don't necessarily like Syed's team that much. His starting lineup, at least for this week, has Carson Wentz in there. Um, but I'm sure he'll switch him out with Josh Allen at some point. Um, Dalvin also, Cook is coming back. Yeah, and, besides um, Cook, he doesn't have any running backs. I mean, he has Hubbard, but that's only there because... McCaffrey's hurt, and then he has Carson, but then he's also hurt, so. <laughs> right, that's kind of the reason why I put Syed at six below some people is just because of that running back depth. I mean, I think he, you know, if he gets a good name in there, he can seriously go for it, um, but he needs to kind of get serious and get some running back depth, um, especially with Chris Carson going on IR for we don't know how long, and then we don't know how long Hubbard's going to stay with McCaffrey. But I think Syed has, like, four running backs on his roster, and two of them are hurt right now. Yeah. So Syed hit me up for Cordero Patterson, and we might have a deal. <laughs> did he? Did you offer him uh, the Browns running back last week, or did he? I did. Back? I did. I traded him. Um, Johnson. Yeah, for a third-round pick last week. And he had a very good game. So we'll see uh, what his role was this week. But, again, that's kind of a stopgap. Um, not necessarily someone he can plug in, you know, with confidence the rest of the season. And so okay. you said you had Justin at four, right? I had Syed at four. I had Justin at three. Okay, I had Justin at four. Um, okay. And my only knock on him really was the fact that he kind of has a lack of wide receiver depth. Uh, and that hurts him compared to the teams above him for me, but it's an easy position to find. So, I, I mean... Maybe Noah, he kind of alluded to that. But uh, look for him to get some trades out for the wide receiver position because... Well, I would say, I mean, after this week, I'll have Ridley, Judy, and Hollywood all playing. Right. Behind them, Judy I have Elijah. Judy helps. Right. I mean, I just need AU to do something. Brian Edwards hasn't been terrible. Osborne's been okay. And Tyrell Williams hasn't played this season. I think he's the number one in Detroit, but he just hasn't played. So. I think I think what you have going for you the most is that your receivers are incredibly young. Like, oh yeah, more from the Jets. Ayuka's young. Brown's still young. Uh, Judy Ridley. Like these are like they could be receiver one caliber. All of them. Yeah. Within the next few years. That's why I like my team. 
I think everyone on my team is pretty young. I think the oldest player on my team is Zeke, who's 26. Yeah, I like your running backs. Your core, Harris and Zeke, I do like a lot. Yeah, I was I was happy to get both of them. And then Lamar is a fantastic fantasy quarterback. Okay, and then for two and one, um, just because of the sheer amount of points that Air Morgan puts, I was really debating him, putting him at one. Um, but I would say because I've been on a pretty long win streak, I did end up edging myself over him um, in terms of ranking. So I have myself at one and Air Morgan at two. Right, and I'm trying to... Let me go back and look at my original power rankings. Okay, right, so I did... Uh, after week three, I had Zach at number one. And that has changed. I don't know why, because, I mean, I think both of your teams are good. I think you mentioned it was that streak, kind of, which then again, Aaron Morgan has had that streak as well. But for whatever reason, I you know, had you at number one kind of just saying that I think you have the better roster overall with high quality depth and maybe it's that depth piece that I like better but I think that you know Zach would probably be higher in a dynasty ranking Mm -hmm. just because some of his star players are younger and all that but I did a I did go with you and have you number one and Air Morgan number two I wish I had a more running type of quarterback i mean dak puts up a lot of numbers but he's passing for like three four hundred yards and like multiple touchdowns a game just to get like what jalen hurts does on the ground um but i don't know maybe if jordan love takes over green bay if aaron Rodgers doesn't return this year then maybe that could have been a really good pickup late in our draft so i just have him stashed on my bench yeah that's why i like lamar's he averages like 65 yards a game just rushing which is just an additional six points to add to a passing all the passing yards, which you just get less points from. Looks like Tanyan just hurt his knee in the game right now. But. Oh, I just got a notification that he made a big play. Yeah, he got like a 30-yard catch and then just got his knee blown out. Yeah, nice. that's the same play. Want to do the, uh, the preview for this week? Yeah, sure, we can do that real fast. I think there was something I was going to touch on that you said, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, the rushing thing. Yeah, because um, you're right. I mean, Dak gets it a little bit, but I think that injury hurt him. I mean, Kyler has been rushing a little bit, although I think it was two weeks ago. <laughs> he had like four fumbles or five fumbles. It was something yeah, crazy. Yeah, I think since then they, he's kind of cut down on the, the runs a bit. Right. It was pretty impressive. Um, I think that was the week five where, yeah, I put up 59. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Kyler had two fumbles. Was it this week or was it week six? Okay, no, it must have been week six. When I face Brendan, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't cover this very much just because I don't think, uh, or maybe I forgot about it. But Kyler had four fumbles. Miles Gaskin had a fumble. DJ Moore had a fumble. Justin Jefferson had a fumble. <laughs> um. So what is that? Seven total fumbles on my team. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it two points or one points minus one point? Yeah, I think. Okay. I think. Brendan changed it to one point. Like when you look over the league settings, I think yeah, in the settings it's one. It's default supposed to be two, but I think it's been changed to one. I'm trying to think in ESPN, it's two, is it not? It's two. It's same with interceptions, but on on this, it's minus one for interceptions and fumbles. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Yeah. It's dynasty typically without a kicker and defense, or is it just that we did that? We in just this case? decided to do that. Right. Okay. Um, I prefer. I think it's I think it's more common to do it without a kicker and defense just because those you usually change every week. Yeah, um, those are like matchup based kind of. Right, like very re- like rarely are you going to have, you know, a defense that's worth holding on to for years. So right, but now okay, we can go ahead and look at this week. Looks like okay, y'all are playing each other this week. Yeah, we got a. This is the game of the the week, game of the last couple weeks right here. Um, My team has a 14% chance to win, though. Um, Because Bleed has... Everybody on Bleed's team was projected 12 points or more, I believe. Which is kind of insane. I'm I'm missing Dawson Knox this week, which is critical. And same with Lamar and Hollywood. So, I mean, if I can pull out a win this week without my quarterback and one of my better receivers... I'm good with that, but I, I'm not seeing my team winning this week unless something big happens. Right, and we Justin have the actually had, sorry. 
And I was just going to say, we have a little bit of knowledge. We're recording this, like I said, when Thursday Night Football is going on. So currently, the score is 15-9 to with Aaron Jones having 15 and uh, Chase Edmonds putting up 9. Yeah. Edmonds scored his first touchdown of the season, so that's always good. But he needs to put up some more points. Needs some more carries. Needs some more catches. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. What was it that you were going to say, Billy? I was going to say that I have Aaron Jones playing and he has Chase Edmonds, but you covered it. Yeah. But uh, you're, you're playing Christian this week, and it looks like his lineup's mostly set except for Hunt. Right. I think the people that he had on buys. Um, They're all back. Yep. So, interested to see if Eckler plays. That was kind of weird. He just had a random injury today. So. Kyler's only got five right now, not having the best game. Yeah, they have two rushing touchdowns. But I think Tanyan actually did something, which, you know, is somewhat surprising. I know it's not his best game of the year, but um, I guess what, (laughs) week two he had a touchdown. So, um, yeah, if he just got hurt, he's not going to put up any more points. But it was actually looking like a half-decent performance. Goodness, Rondo Moore had a fumble. I think he fumbled the other day, too. Whenever I was going through, I didn't even go through the fumbles on my bench. I think there was, like, Rondo Moore <laughs> had one and something like that, too. So, fumbles. Yeah, seven fumbles from my starters. It's just a weird week. But, no, I mean, we'll be interested. Apparently, I'm projected to win this by about five right now. So, if, somebody, if Christian gets someone in there for... Uh, on my thing, it says you're supposed to lose by, like, 20. Oh, well. 11 or 12. Interesting. Maybe you have the live update or something for the projection. Yeah, yeah you pretty much lose it. Tyler is killing you. He's at five points right now. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. But then again, I'm kind of fine with that, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of fine putting up zero points, which is a weird feeling to have, you know. I can't say, <laughs> like, I'm super Gather yourself happy with next it. Season. But, yeah, it's just weird. I think it's more so that, you know, if my starters put up points, I'm kind of okay with that, but then you know, I don't really want my bench people to. Like Joe Burrow going up against the Jets kind of scares me this week. So we'll have to see, you know. I don't know if Boston Scott's going to do something. Larry Roundtree might do something if it can't play. Yeah, I think the backup, though, is technically Josh Kelly. So We'll see. But uh, the next game we got is... Uh, the Jevin Jones versus B Mag. We got the uh, the Tepper rivalry this week. Oh, you're right. Yeah, fraternity um, bros. Both three and four as well. So this should be a good one. My team B Mag currently has Connor and Hopkins. Both have seven. Uh, Connor stole another touchdown from Edmonds, like he always does. Did uh, um, Hopkins go out with a hamstring injury, or is he? Yeah, back but in? he came back. Okay. And then Kevin Steam has Christian Kirk, who hasn't really done much. Um, big Cardinals. Um, I think this game is going to depend on the uh, the Bucks for uh, Kevin again because he has Evans and Gronk. Evans had a good game last week, three touchdowns, I believe. Um, then Herbert plays New England, so that might be a tough one for him as well. But th- this should be a pretty close game, I think. I think I'd like to see B Mag win it. Like I said, I think his roster is just better. Even looking at it, I mean, you know, you can. Maybe say Jonathan Taylor is better than James Robinson, but James Robinson is a beast right now. Um, and I think James Conner probably is better than McKissick. I don't know. I just really like B-Mag's lineup. Yeah, he's got Damian Harris, which is, I don't know, Patriots running backs are just weird. Yeah, Harris had like two or three really just bad weeks, and the last week he just went off. Yeah, the past couple he's put up 17-24. Which is crazy. I mean, I guess the one was a blowout, so it kind of screws things. But looking at his snap percentages, like I don't know, and now he's like supposed to be a starter, but the snap percentages yeah, are just wild. he's averaging like 40 percent of snaps, but he's getting carries like almost every time he's on the field. Yeah, last three weeks he's been good, but yeah, I think I played him during one of the weeks where he had a bad week, so I got kind of lucky. Uh, looks like Randall Cobb for another touchdown, so that's another touchdown for Noah's team. Did he just pick him up this week? He picked him up this week, put him on yeah. his flex. He has 15 points. So you can go ahead and look at that game. So, yes, I had a Noah. Randall Cobb, is that including the second touchdown? It is. Yep, that's including. So, 
15 points for Noah right now from Randall Cobb. Um, Going to be tough for Syed. I mean, I know, but I think Billy mentioned Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz has actually done okay. He's, he's done okay the past four weeks. He had one game this year that wasn't great, but who does Stafford play? Houston. I mean, that could be a game where, you know, they just get up early and run the ball. Right. So it could kind of even out the playing field there. Yeah, Syed's running backs just kill him. <laughs> yeah, he has great receivers. He has Allen as well. You should probably put Josh Allen in against Miami, but maybe you would rather play Wentz. He's, I think his lineup's just not set yet because he still has Thielen, Cook, and Allen to put in the and put in his lineup. There's like he has yet. Um, also, if you wanted to put in Tyler Boyd, but I think, I mean, Noah probably should win this week. Unless Cooper Cup and AJ Brown and Allen and Cook all just go off again, which is really possible. Right. The only thing this with should be another good game, though. Stafford is on Noah's side, so it takes away a little bit of the impact. Right. I think this. Yeah, we got two really good games, and and B Mag versus Kevin, and uh, actually three. B Mag versus Kevin, me versus Blee, and uh, Noah versus Syed. Big, big, big week for uh, the standings. There could be a lot of things going up and down after this week yeah uh air morgan and brendan probably going to be a blowout yeah um, i think that's probably settled same with Ange and Vinny, especially if Vinny doesn't set his lineup which i mean again i, I let him know but i guess we'll let him know again but I think he has rogers starting which yeah isn't terrible but he should probably put chubb in his lineup <laughs> Yeah, Vinny's got two people, Aaron Rodgers and Zach Ertz playing. He's got 17 right now, which, yeah. okay, I mean, interesting. Let me look and see who else he had. I'm curious if he wanted to start Zach Ertz. He probably, just like you said, didn't set his lineup. Well, obviously, yeah, he, has he, didn't, by, he didn't touch but, it from last week. Yeah, because he'll probably just want to start Chubb. And he splits Galladay. And he want to put Diggs in. Yeah, yeah so. That might hurt him having someone as flex on a Thursday night game. So maybe maybe Ancho will win this week, but you know Justin Fields. I actually feel half decent about Justin Fields against San Francisco, but we'll see. Ancho is also starting Kadarius Tony this game on Monday Night Football. Interesting. I don't mind that at all. That's a good play. Right, as long as he plays. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. But uh, at the moment, Green Bay's up by 10 at the start of the fourth quarter, so we may not have another uh, undefeated team this week unless the Cardinals can make something happen. So, just going over Brendan and Aaron Morgans again. Curious to see how Tony Pollard does. You know, Miles Sanders really, I want to see where he ranks for Brendan. Yeah, running back 33, which he drafted him way higher than that. I think he was the a first or third second round pick. pick. Really He's got him third in third. Huh, that's surprising. Yeah, he got, it went swift. Um, and Dobbins, because I picked Etienne over Sanders, and then he was mad about that. Which, I mean, I'm fine with holding on to Etienne until next year. Next year, I'll, my team will be really good. Yeah, I mean, looking at Brendan's starters, I mean, they're not bad. The fact that he has CD, Tyler Lockett, DeAndre Swift. I mean, Miles Sanders should be good. Brady, like, Brendan's team, his starters should be good, but they're just not producing. Yeah, Tyler Lockett and Sanders have brought his team way down. Yeah, and I mean, even CD has been... It's either been high or low. Last week, yeah. or week six, he went off, but before that, it was kind of scary. I think just the Cowboys' offense, is, it either goes pass-heavy or run-heavy. And you just don't know which way, which way it's going to go each week. Because, like, week one, they just only threw the ball. Zeke did nothing, which was kind of frustrating, but he's, he's bounced back. Interesting to see that Air Morgan has Jacoby Myers on the bench. He looks like he's going with Javante Williams this week. And his flex. That's honestly, Javante's been really good. And Washington defense is just—I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened to their front four, or if they run a three-four or what. Whatever their run game, that defensive it's line used to be good. so good. And I don't even think they've lost anyone. They're just—they lost the bite, they lost the fight, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what happened with them because they were really—they were surprisingly good last season. So one assumed that they would just be good again. They just aren't. I guess we'll see with Denver, two struggling teams. Justin, Chase Edman looks like he's uh, severely injured. No, he's on the field. Are you watching? I'm watching. Did you just see Kyle Miller run the ball? 
Oh, I'm ahead of you. Uh oh. Edmonds is on the field, man. Yeah, he's laying down grabbing his collarbone. Oh, did he just get hit or something? Mm-hmm. Third and one. He caught oh, the first Yep, down. now I see it. Well, that's not good. Um Well, he got me ten points. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll take that. Hey Justin, so can nice. I introduce you to my best buddies Miles Gaskin, Devin Singletary, and Cordero Patterson? I've been interested in Cordero Patterson, but I think you're asking too much. So, I, I trade for him for the right price. We'll yeah, see. I'm well, 100% will trade for Patterson. So, what are you asking for? Um, I mean, I'd like to get a second in a little bit, whether that's a player swap or you know a late round pick or something like that. Because I mean, even with his bye week already happening, he's still the number eight running back in PPR. I would definitely give you a second in a later round. So, we'll see. There's been talks, but nothing that hasn't, nothing that is totally finalized. So, and I still have time to deal. I mean, this is week eight, and I think the trade deadline. Right, do we know 13. where it is? Week eleven? Thir- week thirteen? 11. Wow. Okay. Maybe it was eleven. I'm not sure. One or the other. Right. What, so what it's. What would you ask for for uh, Justin Jefferson? <laughs> it would be quite a lot. I've I've tried. What'd you offer him? A first round pick and one of my and like one of my young receivers. Like Judy. First round of Judy. Wow. So I don't think I'd be able to match Justin's offer. Because Judy I'm very high on. And a first rounder. Uh, I think I told him that maybe a first round Judy would maybe get him DJ Moore or something. But not yeah, quite Justin Jefferson. Not Jefferson. He is he's the sentimental value. I do. I have that attachment. <laughs> Fair enough. He's he's really good. If I had him, even though I didn't go to LSU or anything, I'd still probably take more than Judy in a first. Just think I was there to witness the first gritty. <laughs> That's history. We're going to write that one down. First gritty. That'll be written on my tombstone. <laughs> witness the first gritty. Did he, did he come up with that, or is he just, like, popularized it? I think um, he just... He kind of popularized it. I think it was something yeah. that like the Texas Tech basketball team did on like the way to the Final Four or something. I don't know. Um, but no, he he popularized it. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if that's what I'm thinking of. That came from like Texas Tech. Interesting. <laughs> if you Google gritty, which I I think I put did it with two T's. I don't know why I didn't do the D, but um, gritty is the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, that guy, he's a scary mascot. Yeah, he looks kind of like the dude from uh, Sesame Street, the trash man. Except he's orange and not Oscar the Grouch. He's like an orange Oscar the Grouch, yeah. Interesting. You learn something new every day. (laughs) We go over everything this week? Get everything covered? Interesting. Oh, okay. Fortnite notes that the Gritty Dance was made in 2017 by Alan Gritty Davis, a high school football player from Louisiana. So maybe Justin Jefferson just like a, played with him? Yeah, maybe it's just like a, a Louisiana thing. That's kind of cool. Um, oh. Oh, he overthrew him. He's, he's overthrown a lot of receivers. Tyler's looks really bad. He just He's forcing it downfield, not making the right throws, not making the throws. I just, I have never seen him check the ball down. Like, you could have gone for that, but Earth was wide open. Right underneath, he would have had four or five solid yards. Patrick Mahomes at least, is doing at least the same Edmonds thing looks right fine. Now too. Edmonds is back. Yeah, he looks fine. Are you serious? That checkdown was to Edmonds. Are you on third and ten yet? No, I am. Okay. Well, thank you for letting me know. I needed that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You get the first two. He looks good. Not hit close. It's fourth and one. They're gonna go for it though, right? Yeah, most definitely. But yeah, he looks great. All right. I don't need Cordero Patterson anymore. <laughs> I I would well the yeah, thing I is still, what year of his contract I see like I'd give you a second and a fifth for Patterson I'd do that wow it's a one year contract Ooh. he's also thirty years old yeah so he's getting paid I mean I'd give up a second and a fifth to have running back depth for this year because I do I mean I'm making a title run for this year right so I would I would do that as well but we'll see what Mason wants to right I mean. You know, if you both offer me that, I mean, I can't choose favorites, so one of you is going to have to 
top the other one. So I think you should choose favoritism. <laughs> I guess that's we'll how see. we decided. All right. Um, any final comments before we wrap up here? Um, I did make a note that Mark Ingram's back to the Saints, which I really like, so that Kamara isn't being run into the ground. Um, Giants has basically their whole offense hurt. Same with the Browns. Uh, I was talking to Justin earlier about the Mahomes injury. Uh, he's expected to play Monday against the Giants, but I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't get a lot of... Um, well, he doesn't get looked at more. People don't really sell information about it. I don't know if it's because it's not really serious or he's just a really like popular player and they want him on the field as much as possible, but same thing happened last year when he went down and was disoriented and they just kind of brushed over it. Yeah, so. it was the playoffs and then went yeah. through concussion protocol within like three days and then just was ready for the next game. Yeah, I think he made it through the con- uh, concussion protocol already for this week, so I think that's why he's expected to play. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's everything we got. All right. Uh, anyone that you would like to see on the podcast next week, Billy? I I wanted Noah on this week, but because he's currently dying and coughing like crazy. Yeah, I think it, we made a good decision not having. Yeah, but um, I would like one. I would like Vinny to come on. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I get him to ask why he doesn't set his lineups. And... I would like Saya to get on. That's my guy. Yeah. Okay, I will try and reach out to those two. and I can reach out to Vinny. Right, see, probably do one at a time. Um, yeah. Go ahead and see if we can get one of those on for next week. Oh, wow, James Conner again. I do feel really right. bad. That's, that, that's the he reason scored? why. That's why Edmonds doesn't get touchdowns. Did he score? Yeah, he did. God dang it. That's, oh, that's all put. Tom. He is a vulture. He's a touchdown vulture. Well, that was right. my brother's team against Kevin. And on that sad note for J-Mang, we'll see you all next week.